Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome, my friends, to the Marketplace of Ideas, otherwise known as At Your Service. Brad Young in with you for another hour. And uh, phone lines will be open all hour. Whatever's on your mind, I would like to hear at 314-436-7900. It's interesting, in the last hour, we had a pretty vigorous uh, discussion about censorship. About those on the left, 57%, according to a recent poll, are in favor of censorship on social media platforms, on entertainment platforms, uh, based upon politics, essentially, based upon if they believe, if those in the majority, 57%, believe that someone is putting out information that's wrong, uh, uh, incorrect, or perhaps objectionable, then at that point, it should be censored. And... And it's interesting. I I looked this up today because Joe Rogan is being primarily uh, punished. Again, he's the he's the new Donald Trump from my perspective, that people are blaming him for all kinds of things because he's popular. And most of the folks as uh, as genius in-house genius Matt Pajeski noticed that most folks who are complaining against Joe Rogan have never listened to Joe Rogan. But the objections are, and the idea is, he should be taken off of social media. He should be taken off of Spotify. He should be deplatformed uh, because of the things he does, including most recently his use of the N word. So he should be taken off of Spotify because he has a history of using the N word. Well, it's interesting. I looked this up, and right now on Spotify, of course, Joe Rogan's a big deal, but right now on Spotify, you've got sex traffickers, rapists and anti-Semites who are on Spotify with no, there's no protests, there's no calls for them to be deplatformed. And I'm not just using hyperbole here. Look at R&B legend R. Kelly. He's been convicted of sex trafficking, and he's been convicted of, of having relations with underage girls. He's still on Spotify. No one's calling for him to be deplatformed. So he's still on there. Also, famed glam rocker and convicted pedophile Gary Glitter. He's on there, and if you heard his song, he's got one hit. It's called Rock and Roll Part 2. If you've ever seen a sports program, you've heard Rock and Roll Part 2. He's been convicted of, of having relations with minors, 
He was convicted of possession and distribution of child pornography. Uh, and he was even convicted of raping underage girls in Vietnam. He's still on Spotify. He's still making money from Spotify. No one's calling for Gary Glitter to be taken off or deplatformed. And Louis Farrakhan, the founder of the Nation of Islam, militant black supremacist, completely an anti-Semite, doesn't try to hide it in any way. He's got a pro- he's got a program on Spotify. No one's calling for Louis Farrakhan to be removed. So it's interesting that there's this uproar over Joe Rogan because, oh, my goodness, he might say something that's incorrect. He might be conservative. He might have used the N-word. But apparently there's no problems with sex traffickers, child rapists, and anti-Semites. Oh, they're okay on Spotify. We're not going to be upset about that. But Joe Rogan, oh, boy, we got to get rid of him. And to me... Talk about your priorities. And that, to me, is unfathomable that folks can be upset about Joe Rogan and not about these other things. Hey, Paul's been holding for a while. Paul, welcome to Camo X. Uh, thank you. I would like to know uh, what the ratio might be between people who agree with mandates and disagree with mandates, regardless of whether they're vaccinated or not. Hmm. Uh, uh, one thing, yeah. I would. another thing I'd like to mention. Uh, most liberals are in favor of your right for free speech until you disagree with them. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then we have to start uh, setting police cars on fire. That's true. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Uh, yeah, you're, Paul's right in that uh, talking about the percentage of people who are who are against mandates. And listen, I've said this many times, but I, I feel the need to say it again just so you know my perspective. I am not anti-vaccine. I've had both vaccines. I even drove to Sykeston, Missouri twice to get my initial shots. And, of course, uh, I I stopped in at Lambert's both times, my wife and I, because we had to get some throat rolls. But uh, I've been vaccinated. I'm not against vaccines. Uh, I've got masks in my car. And when I go into stores, I'll wear masks because I don't want to make a scene. So I'm not opposed to those things. But what I am opposed to is what's called tyranny. And I'm not being uh, I'm not being hyperbolic here. Tyranny is the use of government power beyond its authority to do so. And when just like when President Biden tried to issue a vaccine mandate through OSHA, the Supreme Court ruled 6 to 3, he did not have the constitutional authority to do that. Folks, that's called tyranny. Because if the government can exercise new powers during an emergency, then there will always be an emergency. Always there will be an emergency. If you turn on any news channel at any time, what do you see? Breaking news, breaking news. Well, if breaking news is always breaking, is it really breaking news? Uh, But that's the way it would be with the government if we allow the government to exercise total control during a time of emergency, folks will always have an emergency. Hey, when we come back, I've got some more examples of how free speech is really under attack in America in so many circles, despite the fact that freedom of speech is supposed to be one of our paramount freedoms, but apparently it's a freedom that's fleeting. 314-436-7900 at your service. KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're talking about free speech issues in America today. And I never really thought, growing up as a kid, even being in law school, I never truly thought that free speech would be under attack in our country. I mean, I always assumed, always assumed that, that free speech could flourish. And I, I remember studying in law school how the American Civil Liberties Union in the 1970s went to court to protect the rights of a white supremacist to speak and to march in Skokie, Illinois, which is a predominantly Jewish community. Now, the ACLU didn't support the views of the white supremacist. The ACLU said, we detest everything this man has to say, but we support his right to say it because free speech is paramount. I don't know that the ACLU would take that position today. Okay, I do know. I know that they would not take that position today. And yet, to me, that is the quintessential position of saying, I disagree with you, but I support your right to speak. And yet today, 57% of, uh, of self-described liberals say social media should be censored. And to me, that's outrageous. Because I'll tell you what's going to be censored it's going to be conservative speech. Now, there's a lot of stuff that's out there that I don't agree with. I, I was on a talk show. I was a guest on a talk show on another station, and it was kicked off of YouTube because of something that somebody else said. And I didn't say it, and then it was kicked off of YouTube for it. So there's a lot of crazy things that are being said out there. But the inherent problem with censorship and the reason why the framers of our Constitution— we're so passionate about making 
free speech free. That's why it's the First Amendment, is because they knew that if whoever controls speech controls thought, controls ideas, and those should not be controlled. They should be free to flourish and grow and prosper. And in that marketplace of ideas, good ideas should should eventually win out. Bad ideas should not. But here's an example of how governments are even governments, not just private tech companies, but even governments are using their authority to try to trample free speech. North Carolina, there's a congressman there. I'm not familiar with him, but he's Representative Madison Cawthorn, Republican from North Carolina. The North Carolina Elections Board declared this week that it has the power to prevent Representative Congressman Madison Cawthorn from running for re-election, that they have the power to stop him from running for office. Why? Well, they claim, and I'm going to link this up with something else here before this segment is over, this North Carolina Elections Board says they have the power to do that under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution. Now, what does that say? Well, Section 3 to the 14th Amendment of the Constitution says no person shall be a senator or a representative in Congress or an elector of president and vice president or hold any office under the United States who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States to support the Constitution, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. So what does that say in plain language? Section 3 of the 14th Amendment was passed after the Civil War, and it says if you supported a rebellion or an insurrection against the United States, you cannot hold a position in Congress or in the presidency. So they're saying that he cannot run for Congress, run for re-election in Congress. Now, this is going to be challenged in court, and I think he will prevail. But I mention this because this is 100% precisely the entire function and purpose of the January 6th committee, insurrection committee in Washington, D.C. The foregone conclusion and its entire reason for being is to declare Donald Trump as an insurrectionist. Now, how many times, if you watch mainstream news, how many times have you seen the word insurrection used? Countless, countless times when the January 6th riot is discussed. Now, I've said publicly many times that the folks involved with the January 6th riot should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, and they are. But guess what they're being prosecuted for? They're not being prosecuted for insurrection because insurrection is actually a crime under federal law. So if these people were insurrectionists, Why aren't they being prosecuted for insurrection? Because the definition of insurrection is attempting to overthrow the government of the United States. And you cannot overthrow the government of the United States with a bunch of guys waving flags and a dude in a Viking helmet. That is not what you need to overthrow the government. In fact, what what the drafters of the 14th Amendment had in mind was an insurrection that killed 750,000 
primarily men, but men and women in combat and in civilian deaths. They formed a Confederate government. They, they issued their own currency. They created their own army. They had their own diplomatic missions to foreign countries. Folks, that's an insurrection. An insurrection is not a protest that gets out of hand. If that was the case, then why hasn't every single Black Lives Matter protester been convicted of an insurrection? They were lighting buildings on fire. Captain David Dorn in St. Louis gave his life protecting people and property during a riot where people were killed, where stores were looted, where buildings were burned to the ground. Oh, that's not an insurrection. But some windows being broken on the Capitol Hill and people taking inappropriate photographs in uh, the positions of power in our, in our capital of our country, they're insurrectionists? No, they're not. They're rioters. They're lawbreakers. I don't support what they did, and I'm glad they're being prosecuted. But they're being prosecuted for trespassing, not insurrection. So the whole point of the January 6th committee is to make sure that we prevent Donald Trump from being president again. I'm no big fan of Donald Trump. He's, he is a populist, not a conservative. I'm a conservative. I love his picks for the Supreme Court. I liked a lot of things that Donald Trump did, but I am not an always Trumper. I am not. And yet I have to stand up when I see that he is being silenced and attempting to be silenced because of the content of his speech which goes exactly against the Constitution. Exactly against the Constitution. That is not what it was designed to do. And and what's interesting is when you talk about uh, free speech, one of the ways that our free speech is protected in this country is by the police. Police, uh, because we do have police, I think if the police would have been a larger presence during that January 6th incident, there wouldn't have been a riot at all because the police could have helped keep that in check. Uh, unlike all of the riots and buildings that were burned during the Black Lives Matter protests, because the police just stood back and let them do that. But Cori Bush said just today, Cori Bush said that, uh, that she's never going to stop using the phrase defund the police. Because if you think that January 6th was anarchy, folks, what kind of anarchy would we have if we had no police? What kind of anarchy would we have and riots would we have if the police did not do their job? I thank police officers as often as I can. Many times, and I should do it more often, if when I'm in restaurants or and I see a police officer getting his or her lunch, I've many occasions I've bought their lunch. Not often enough, and I should do it more as a way of saying, thank you. You put your life on the line so that we can live in a sort of free country. You know, I've got this mug. <laughs> I've got this coffee mug uh, at my office. And it's, it's interesting. You've seen these before, similar types of mugs. But this is called a Vanishing Civil Liberties Mug, our Vanishing Civil Liberties Mug. And, when you, and it's got a picture of the Constitution on it. And when you pour coffee into this mug, the Constitution, the, the each amendment disappears as the mug gets warmer. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's what we have. And because the first one to go 
is freedom of speech. And apparently Cori Bush wants that to go even faster because that's what certainly would happen if we defund the police. And just to show you that this January 6th and all of these activities are simply about maintaining power by the Democrat Party. When we come back from this break, I will give you a concrete example from Nancy Pelosi herself on how hyperbole is trying to, she's trying to use hyperbole to keep Democrats in power. Brad Young at your service. We'll be right back. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medela. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. is Nancy Pelosi. I'm not really sure, but perhaps uh, maybe she could give us some insight. I think the 14th Amendment was passed uh, in 1870. Maybe Nancy Pelosi can tell us what they were thinking when they passed the 14th Amendment. She may have been there uh, around then. I'm not really sure. I'll have to check with her staff. But one thing I do know is that Nancy Pelosi sent out an email just uh, on Tuesday this week. And this was a fundraising email. I saw an actual picture of it uh, online from uh, uh, someone that I follow, who I, I follow very closely. And they, they, they've they signed up for these emails from Nancy Pelosi. And so they, they took a picture of it. And I, this is verbatim. I, I, I edited this because it's way too long. But here's exactly what the email says from Nancy Pelosi. This is the most important email I have ever sent you. I wonder how, first of all, I wonder how many emails she sent that said that very th- same thing. This is the most important email I've sent you since, well, since the last email I sent you. Uh, but here's what it says. Quote, I've watched Republicans launch 400 plus voter suppression bills nationwide to keep Democrats from ever winning another election. False. Quote, now MSNBC just warned that if we lose our democracy in this election, we are unlikely to get it back during our lifetimes. Wrong. Uh, I cannot overstate the severity of this situation. If we want any chance of saving our democracy, saving our majorities and stopping Republicans from barging back to power. uh, And then it goes on to say, you know, send me some money. So the, the point is, and this is the phrase I want to key in on is that she says MSNBC warned that if we lose our democracy in this election, we are unlikely to get it back during our lifetimes. And so I wondered, as in so many instances, it seems as if there's collusion between the liberals in Washington, D.C. and those at the major TV networks. Because 
I oftentimes will pick up phrases, words and phrases that are repeated over and over and over again between multiple members of the media and multiple members of Congress, always Democrats. And I always wonder, is there collusion? Do they do they like uh, have some kind of a secret social media platform, uh, you, you know, something like uh, uh, Stalin Forever or something? I don't know what they would call it, but where they can kind of get together in this back room and discuss how they're going to coordinate their responses. Because it only took me a few minutes of editing, and I found this, this is just from the last few weeks of what we've heard, a steady stream of the same messaging coming from left-wing media. If the Democrats fail, it might be the end of American democracy. I think we're one election away from the end of American democracy. If they take over in 2022... That is the end of democracy, and we're going to have authoritarianism. I hope that we can flip this and save democracy. If we can't, I got to, you know, I got to believe that fascism will take over in America, and that will be the death of democracy. The potential death of democracy. The death of democracy. The death of democracy. The death of democracy as we know it. This protest now is not simply about the death of George Floyd. It's about the death of American democracy, decency, and humanity. I'm sad to say that it also can lead to the, uh, the diminishment of democracy if not its death. It almost feels like we are witnessing the, the death of democracy here. The death of democracy line stood out to me, Jonathan, because I think that's just factually correct. Kind of the end of democracy, at least the end of our democracy. The return of Donald Trump to the White House could spell the end of democracy in America. We could have a Trump. I, I've, got a, I've got another like a minute and a half of this where it's just over and over. And these are things I found from multiple sources always left media, using the exact same phrase, and I hope you caught it, the end of democracy, the death of democracy, over and over and over again. And so this is the reason why I wanted you to hear this. Because if you have the perspective, if you have the mindset, if right now, if you're hearing this and you're saying, yeah, you know what, if Donald Trump does win, if the Republicans take over the House and the Senate in November of this year, it will be the death of democracy. If that's your perspective, I'm not going to mock you for it. In fact, if you want to challenge me on it, 314-436-7900, I would love to hear from you. But if that is your perspective, that this is the death of democracy if Republicans come to power, then doesn't it make it easy to understand why 57% of liberals in America are in favor of censorship, of content-based censorship. Now, carry with me on this. I'm not using this to belittle or to mock or to put down someone who believes this. I'm just linking two things together to help you understand the mindset. Because if you truly believe that conservatism or Republicans if they come to power, it's the death of democracy. If that's your belief system, then of course you would support. Of course you would support censorship of communications. Of course you would support the deplatforming of Joe Rogan. Of course you would, you would support kicking Donald Trump off of Twitter when he was the president of the United States, the most political position on the planet. But we're not going to allow him to exercise that speech on this platform. Of course, you would support saying, we don't want those thoughts and ideas 
to be discussed publicly because that would result in what? The death of democracy. The end of democracy. So I'm trying to bring it full circle for you so that you can understand the mindset of those who are afraid of the marketplace of ideas, of those who are afraid of engaging in philosophical or moral or value-based discussions. Because it's far easier to say, my tribe is the good guys and your tribe is evil. That's far easier to do because you don't have to engage in that marketplace of ideas by simply labeling the views of the other party, the other person, the people you disagree with, by simply labeling them as destructive and will result in the end of democracy, then you don't have to discuss the merits of those ideas. In other words, you don't have to have a conversation about how would our country be impacted by a flat tax? Does it matter? I don't want to hear it. Your, your ideas are evil and will result in the end of democracy. Let's discuss this idea of whether it's okay to discriminate against Asian Americans who are applying at Harvard University and uh, North Carolina University and other universities across this country. Let's discuss whether it's okay from a value perspective to discriminate against Asian Americans in favor of promoting other minorities. Nope, we can't discuss that idea. You, If your views are promulgated and supported, it will be the death of democracy. You see how that, that's used? That's, a, that's actually a form of debate that's used when you don't want to debate the merits. That's a form of debate that's used to categorize and label the views of your opponent as evil, so you don't have to discuss the value or the merits of those ideas. So that's why I'm trying to share this with you. So when you hear liberals in America, 57% of them, I think the number is probably higher, but that's what the polling data shows, so I'll stick with it. But they're okay with censorship. You know, just last week, it may have been two weeks ago, if you're going to fact check me, but the Surgeon General of the United States. And before I make this point, let me point out, of course, legally, the First Amendment only protects freedom of speech from being punished by the government. So if you are exercising your speech and you're punished by the government for the content of your speech, that violates the First Amendment for the federal government, and it violates the 14th Amendment by extension to all the states. Okay? So uh, if... Facebook is a private company. They're not technically bound by the First Amendment. It's okay. Twitter, not bound by the First Amendment. They can, uh, they can discriminate based upon the content of speech, and they do so daily. All right, fair enough. But what happens when you've got the Attorney General, I'm sorry, the Surgeon General of the United States about two weeks ago, maybe 10 days ago, came out publicly and, and said, Spotify should remove Joe Rogan from their platform because of the content of his speech. So if the federal government was directing Spotify to remove Joe Rogan, folks, that's censorship by a government in violation of the First Amendment. And you think, going, Brad, you're taking this too far. But have you ever heard the phrase, under color of law? Under color of law. 
That's a phrase that's used. It's got a couple of different meanings, but in the, in the context in which I'm discussing it, and I'm going to give you this example. If, uh, if two guys are sharing an apartment, they don't, they don't have a relationship with each other. They're just sharing an apartment. One has one room, one has the other. And the police believe that party A in this apartment is distributing illegal drugs. And so the cops don't have a warrant. They can't go in and search. So the cops go to the other guy, party B, who still lives in the apartment. They say, hey, look, I, can, I don't have a warrant. I can't search this apartment, but I want you to go in and search for us and bring us whatever you find. And so the other guy goes in. He finds pounds and pounds of cocaine. He brings it out, and the other roommate is arrested. Those drugs are going to be excluded because the roommate is acting under color of law. He's acting at the direction of the police. And if a, if a private citizen acts at the direction of the police, they're acting under color of law. And when they do so, they're bound by the First Amendment just as if they were members of the government themselves. How is that any different than the Surgeon General telling Spotify to remove Joe Rogan from the airwaves? He's acting as an agent of the federal government, directing a private company of Spotify to violate Joe Rogan's rights under the First Amendment because he will be silenced and censured based upon the content of his speech. It's not hyperbole. It's a perfect example. And so I, I, I question... I question the legitimacy and the goodness of a government that's in favor of squelching speech based upon its content. And you heard it across, and I, I can play you another 90 seconds of it, of the liberal media acting in conjunction with the federal government, in conjunction with Nancy Pelosi herself, stating that if Republicans win this election in 2022, it will result in the end of of our democracy. That's how squelching of freedom of speech begins and is empowered. Hey, we got to take a break. One more segment here on Camo X. We'll be right back. Hey, we're rounding the corner here on At Your Service with Brad Young. And uh, earlier in the show, I was talking about uh, bad Valentine's Day presents, and uh, two of them I forgot to mention because I actually saw an ad for this. This was a couple of years ago. It wasn't recently, but I saw I saw an ad online, and it was it was the reason why it caught my eye is because it was phrased as the perfect Valentine's Day present or the the perfect Valentine's Day gift idea. I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what they have to say. It was an ad for a prearranged funeral. And I, I, I thought, how is that the, the best, the, the ideal Valentine's Day present? Hey, honey, I love you so much. I want you to die. And I want to make sure that it doesn't cost me a fortune when you do die. And that's, that's, uh, that's not my idea of a, of a great Valentine's Day present. And nor is, and this is just a just a uh, a word of advice. Listen, I've been married a while. I don't know all, all the answers. Uh, I make uh, mistakes on a daily basis when it comes to relationships. But here's one thing I do know: if you're gonna buy a Valentine's Day present at the last minute, don't buy anything from a gas station. Okay, <laughs> there is nothing in a gas station. Nothing. 
that will make a good Valentine's Day present. And how do I know? Well, thankfully, I've never done it, but I do know of guys who have bought presents at a gas station on their way to pick up their significant others, and it, it, it doesn't. there is no part of that that's going to go well. No part, zero, nada of that is going to work. So don't try to, we rationalize to ourselves. We try to talk ourselves into, hey, you know, maybe, um, you know, maybe this, uh, this, uh, this gift card from Shell would be a really good Valentine's Day present. No, there's nothing from a gas station that's going to work. Uh, but you know who's got some great ideas about Valentine's Day? Kevin Colleen, our own Kevin Colleen. He's now being nationally recognized for his wit and wisdom. Here's what Kevin had to say about Valentine's Day preparations. Every year, my, my heart's pounding real fast because it's a couple of days out and we don't have the line out the door. And just like clockwork every day, every year, the 12th, 13th, and 14th, it's just literally pandemonium here. At Riley's Florist at 1705 South 7th Street in Soulard, owner Riley Goodwin says when it comes to the Valentine's rush, he has seen it all. It was, there was a love triangle going on. He had this person in his life, but he also had another person in his life, and he was fit to be tied. He wanted to give this person one thing and this person, and he was just outrageous, outrageous in, in the worst of ways. And he, he, So he has two love interests, and he comes at the last minute. Uh-huh. What does that tell you? Um, I don't know. That would say that he wasn't prepared, or he should downsize. <laughs> he should do you ever find a bouquet of flowers with a tarantula in it or anything oh, that came up? Oh, my gosh. That does happen. Not spiders so much. Joni, what was the weirdest thing you ever found? A lizard. We had a lizard last year. That was yeah. kind of cool. I love the lizard. So you found that before it went to the customer? We did find that before it went to the customer. I think Wouldn't that have been something if some woman opened that up and there's a lizard? Uh, one time we did find, I don't even want to say it, but we did find What'd it. What did you find? It, it never made it to the customer, thank goodness for that. But And we opened up a box of Leatherly from South America, actually, uh, that came from Columbia, South America, and there was a snake in there. What would you do with the snake? Nearly died. Nearly died. We just put it in a jar and then took it somewhere and, and uh, turned it loose. So. Right. One more thing. Tell me a happy story where love is triumphant because of you were there for the flowers and the candy. I think two years ago was one of the coolest things ever. There was a water tower over in Tower Grove Park. Somewhere in that area right on Grand, uh, there's this big, huge water tower, and there's like 600 steps or however many steps. And this, this gentleman was proposing to his uh, fiance, and we had to carry up mountains of balloons and roses and rose petals and set this whole thing up on Valentine's Day. It was the coolest thing ever. If you go to Google and Google Riley's Florist, you'll be able to see photographs of that. That was probably the, the, the most romantic thing ever. And she said yes, by the way. That's owner Riley Goodwin of Riley's Florist on South 7th in Soulard, just south of downtown. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Killeen. Don't you love Kevin Killeen? He finally, I even texted him this week, he's finally gotten some national recognition because he did a whole other story piece. I think it was two or three years ago about how February is the worst month of the year. And it went viral this week, and I, I don't, I didn't track down how it went viral, but there were multiple stories nationwide about Kevin Colleen and how funny his his analysis was of the month of February. So we've known that that's a that's something all of St. Louis loves Kevin Colleen, and so I'm glad he could uh, share with uh, his, uh, his thoughts on Valentine's Day preparation. I, I've got two more suggestions for you about Valentine's Day. Sometimes going to see a movie is great. I, I, my wife and I love to see movies. 
Uh, not afraid to go to the theater, although, frankly, last few times we've gone, it's kind of like our basement. I mean, there's just like four people in the entire theater. In fact, apparently the only movies that are making any money these days are Spider-Man movies. Anything else, it's just not working. But uh, here's one suggestion. If you take your wife out for a movie, don't take her to see Jackass the movie. Don't, don't, that is not a romantic movie <laughs> when they're, when they're doing stupid idiot stuff that only guys would find funny. That, that is not going to, that's not going to work. And, uh, and the other, uh, the other thing is, is, uh, I think I've already mentioned this, but I actually did hear about it. Jumper cables. I, I know, I know of an instance of someone giving jumper cables and my as i mentioned earlier my father-in-law gave my mother-in-law a mop and a bucket none of those things work guys okay i can't necessarily tell you what will work but i can tell you what won't work and at the top of the list is uh that one-year membership in weight watchers folks that the guys that is a non-starter don't even consider it because if you do You'll be renting out my basement, which, you know, I've got a pull-out couch in my basement, and I'll give it to you for a good price. Brad Young at your service tonight. Don't forget to stick around. We've got the Dave Glover Show coming up at 10 o'clock, the Dave Glover Rewind, Best of Dave Glover. That'll be from 10 to 11, so make sure you catch that on KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 